You found yourself on another episode of Locked On Bulls. On today's episode, me and Pat are going to break down why the Chicago Bulls can't seem to hold on to a lead to save their lives in a game that saw DeMar DeRozan and Zach Levine combine for 14 of 20 turnovers. We're going to get into it all and more right after this. You are Locked On Bulls, your daily podcast on the Chicago Bulls, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thank you for tuning in to Locked On Bulls, member of the Locked On Podcast Network, where it's your team every day. Uh, today's episode is brought to you by Fan. I'm sorry, that's the wrong one. Wrong one. Woo! Uh, that's what the Bulls did. <laughs> today's episode is brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook, official sportsbook partner of Locked On. Make every moment more. Visit fanduel.com slash locked on. That's Pat the Designer, host and creator of the Windy City Breeze. I'm Hayes, host and creator of Chicago Bulls and Chicago Bears Central. And let's get all that out of the way to talk about this. The Chicago Bulls suck. I, like it, at the end of the day, it's just this. It's simply, um, and I, I know we're going to have to break it down and be a little bit more analytical about it, but 20 turnovers in this game, lack of coaching, not being able to execute a simple inbound play, missed free throws. And there was just so much wrong with this team in the second half of this game. It was ridiculous. This team continues to be a team that in the second half of games just don't seem to have it. More times than not, and especially against sub-500 teams and Western Conference teams, the combination of either one of those definitely poisons some issues for the Chicago Bulls. Um, this was a game that saw the role players really step up, or the other two starters, Iota Sumu with 11 points. Patrick Williams with 11 points and six rebounds, one assist, one block. Pat, overall thoughts on this game before we uh, get into a little bit more of the nitty-gritty of it. You want to know what the worst part of all of this is? They didn't play bad. They didn't play good down the stretch either, but I, I feel they, you on that. They didn't, they didn't play good down the stretch, but the worst part is that you did enough. You had enough moments to win this game if you just didn't take whatever we weapon read that you want to because YouTube is cracking down on a lot of different laws, so you can't say stuff on YouTube no more, and uh, put a hole in your foot. If we we can't say if you didn't take a bow and arrow and just stretch that mug back and shoot yourself in the foot every time down the court. I don't know what was going on with Demar Derozan. I don't know what was going on. I, I I don't know if 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 I swear they got the UC heat turned up a little bit. Everybody sweating more. You got a baby powder in them hands, bro. It's a reason Brian goes every single day. He got it from the dude that won six championships in your building. Put some baby powder on the man's talking powder, but I got what you're saying. Whatever it is. <laughs> <laughs> you know, get on the powder. Out of everything I said, the powder is what you're going to get. You know I mean, I can't dispute anything else that you said. I can't. I, there's no, there's no <laughs> disputing it, bro. Um, nah, this it's, is, it's just, it's just, it's sad to see. And, and I think the thing is right. Like you saw at points in this game, it looked like they gave up, but in spurts, right? It seemed like DeMar had no answers, and then Zach picked it up. It seemed like Zach had no answers, then DeMar picked it up. But just down the stretch, just the Bulls continue, continue to just not – you're not good enough to not execute the play perfectly. 
And Billy Donovan talked about that last play, and I got a lot to say about Billy Donovan in this first segment. A lot. Bro, it's but, it's so it's so evident with Billy Donovan. Like I I get it. No coach is perfect, but you see your team struggling to inbound the ball. You have one timeout left. And I understand the mindset maybe being, well, if we score here, we're going to need a timeout to advance the ball. You can't even get the ball in to even put yourself in that position. You call a timeout, let them reset. Um it, 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 out, out of, in this game, for example, down the stretch of this game, fourth quarter, DeMar DeRozan takes half of the shots. Vooch and Zach each get one shot each. Like, it's it's just so many things down the stretch of this game that was just questionable. So and many I things think, that were questionable. I, I think here's the big thing, right? This game wasn't lost on the last play. This game wasn't lost. Of course, right, inevitably it's lost on Zach Levine missing two free throws. On Evely, inevitably it's, it's lost on uh, Alice Caruso poorly trying to execute a play where he should have called timeout. Those are the things that at the end of the day are lost on. By the way, somebody commented and said we say that way too much. I'm trying to slow down saying it. Uh, but <sighs> the thing that lost you this game, the Chicago Bulls in the first quarter had nine points off of five turnovers from the uh, Los Angeles Clippers. By the end of this game, the Los Angeles Clippers were outscoring us on turnovers 22 to 9. We hadn't scored a bucket off a turnover since the first quarter. You want to know why? Because they only turned it over two more times. <laughs> and it's it, it's just, it, I, I don't understand it. When the Bulls see what works, they go away from it. Turnovers lost you this game. I believe that Billy Donovan, I, I don't understand. I, I get Andre Drummond can't play in every game. I get that. Mm -hmm. I really do. He can't play in every game. We've seen that. You put him in there versus teams that legitimately play a small ball lineup, he will be in foul trouble in three seconds. This wasn't the night. You put Patrick Williams out there at center versus Ivan Zubak for probably a five-minute stretch, and it's the exact stretch where you blew your 19-point lead. And then you don't adjust and then bring in Drummond. And then you do bring in Drummond in the second half. And immediately when Drummond came in, we went on a run. How many minutes did Drummond play? Four minutes. He had five rebounds and two points. The lack of adjustments from Billy Donovan and the lack of just identifying, like, stop playing into what the other team is doing. Try to make them, try to force them to play your game. And we very rarely see that. From from Billy Donovan um, going away from Vooch when Vooch Vooch came out in this game and was and I almost thought like Vooch was like hey man listen we about to win because I got us tonight. He, he how does he have twenty three points? And and that's what I'm talking about right? I think tonight is the perfect example of this when the Chicago Bulls want to go into their comfort zone. Their comfort zone isn't the thing that you do best. And I'm not even talking about as a whole, right? I'm not even talking about full-on ball movement. Your comfort zone should be getting the ball into Nikola Vucevic because literally we we saw, I believe it was in the third quarter, third or fourth quarter, something like that, when Patrick Williams started really, whenever he got the dunk, right? Crazy dunk by P. Will, by the way. Love to see him being aggressive. He's yeah. still trash. Love to see him being aggressive. Here's the thing. You saw them throw it into Vooch. Vooch kicks it out to P. Will, open three. Bang, knocks down an open shot. Next play down, DeMar DeRozan comes down, iso ball, attacks the rim into no one, looked for a foul, foul did not come. Ball goes the other way, they score. Next play down, throws it into Vooch. Vooch realizes they're not collapsing on me this time. Turn around, float game, bang. Comes down, Zach Levine, one-on-one, -on -one, turns into nothing. Comes down the next play, <laughs> Nikola Vucevic to the corner, Ayo DeSumo, bang. 
You have to operate from your strength, and your strength is what y'all want to make your third option. That's not a your best player to operate from on a night like tonight wasn't Zach and Demar. It just wasn't. I have nothing to fight back on because you're you're spot on, and it's and the the funny thing is the thing that makes this so crazy is that. I don't I don't like I said before, some people say, well, how do we know the players aren't aren't deviating from the scheme? Listen, if that is, that means they've tuned out the coach. I don't know what to say. Like, there's so much wrong with this team right now. And there's so much that needs to be fixed. And we we don't have the time to fix it. Let's just be clear. This is not getting fixed this season. The Bulls may very well sneak in and make the play in. Shout out to them. You get two pats on the back for that. You can make the play in. Cool. All right, good. You got that. But the, the, to fix this team, to fix and make this team a better overall team, we have so many things fundamentally, just basketball things that need to be fixed. We're, and people talking about, well, we need to make this move to be champions. We're we not even in the conversation to be a championship. We can't execute the simplicity of basketball to even be a surefire playing team. We talking about championships? What are we talking about championships for? Playoffs. Playoffs? Exactly. I just hope we can win a game. Man, that applied so well here. <laughs> Bro, that's it's almost perfect. It's applied so well. Playoffs. It's, it's frustrating, bro. It's just hey, it's beyond frustrating. Hey, here's the thing, right? End of the season's gonna come. We'll be in a playing section. We'll probably sneak our way into the playoffs. Bulls will be competitive in the first round. Probably get beat in the first round in like six games or something like that. Because you know why? Because that is what this season has been. So I, I still expect us to be in the playoffs. I didn't expect us to be there at 10, but I still expect us to be in the playoffs. But I, the, the thing that you need to realize is that you now have a team that you, you're you wondering how they're executing things on a night-in, night-out basis. Simple things. I'm not talking about difficult things. I'm talking about simple things as far as, hey, let's get the ball to the large dude that keeps hitting floaters over the other large dude. Like that's just simple basketball playing matchups. I'm not asking you to go out there and, and, and turn into Kobe and Shaq from, from the early 2000s. I'm not asking you to be Jordan and Pippen. I'm not, I'm asking you to execute simple, but if they, they went can't. to Vooch every night and just let him operate, the team would look so much better because it's not like Zach Levine's not going to get open shots. It's not like DeMar's not going to get open shots. We've seen this work where they operate through Vooch and everybody ends up with 25-plus points. Yeah, yeah. And next up, we'll talk about some of those players and how the superstars did not step up. But first, got to talk to you guys about FanDuel. And this year, the only app that you need at your Super Bowl party is FanDuel, America's number one sports book. We're really excited about our new sports betting partner for Locked On because they're the number one sports book in America, and that's FanDuel. And if you're new to FanDuel, that's even better. They have so many great features that make betting on sports fun and easy. Download FanDuel now so you can bet Super Bowl 57 with a no-sweat first bet. You'll get up to $3,000 back in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. FanDuel lets you bet on everything from the money line to port spreads to who will score a touchdown. The FanDuel Sportsbook app is safe, secure, and super easy to use. Best of all, you can get paid for your winnings instantly. So join FanDuel today at FanDuel.com slash LockedOn to claim your no-sweat first bet on Super Bowl 57. That's FanDuel.com slash LockedOn. Make every moment with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. 
All right, Pat. You know, I wish we were talking about a team that was led by DeMar DeRozan and Zach Levine to victory, but instead we're talking about two players that combined for 14 out of 20 turnovers, 14 turnovers coming in the second half of this game. Pat, what is wrong with Zach and DeMar? No, no wait, before we get into that, I do compliment sandwich, right? Let's let's let, let me let me start off with something nice. This was probably the best defensive game I've ever seen Zach Levine play in his life. Here's the thing. Sometimes people have bad shooting nights. Mm -hmm. I can deal with that. What do you do outside of that? I'm not here to kill Zach Levine. If we're going to kill him for anything, let's kill him for not knocking down two free throws at the end of the game. That's the only thing I have to kill him for. Mm -hmm. He was off tonight, for sure. Zach Levine had 14 rebounds tonight. He had eight assists. He was facilitating the ball well. He had a steal, had a block, played really well defensively. On Paul George, who is not easy to play well on. Um... Did a lot of nice – and this is what I say, right? This is why I said this. Like, there was a lot of good in this game. There, there was. was so much good. There was there were a game. few there was a few possessions where Zach Levine was switching on Kawhi, and I'm like, oh, my God, what are they going to do? And literally, Zach played great defense. I'm like, wait a second. What are we doing here? And and so for me, right, I, if I'm going to kill Zach on anything, I'm, I'm willing to kill him on missing uh, two free throws uh, because – Norman Powell don't make $215 million and he knows how to knock down clutch free throws. Um, yeah, that's that's a problem. You you got to get that together. That's pretty bad. But I can't blame Zach for this entire game. I, I can't. I think Zach Levine came out and did what you want a player of his ilk to do, right? Like, yes, you want him to be scoring more. You want him to have the 20-plus point game. But I think the thing is, right, like, if, he, if the shots aren't falling, and outside of the third quarter, the shots didn't fall for him, right? Like, the rest of the game, he didn't shoot it that well. Uh, third quarter, he got hot. I believe he had nine points or ten points in that third quarter. But the the thing I look for him to do if you're shooting poorly is do the other things. Rebound well. 14 boards. Can't hate it. Pass the ball well to other people so that they can get nice shots. Eight assists. Uh, 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 play good defense. He did that tonight. Couple of steals. Got a block. Got a nasty block on Kawhi Leonard at that. You know what I mean? So... I think that there's there are things that we can go at guys for, but that's not one of them unless we just talk about the free throws. DeMar DeRozan was bad all night. DeMar DeRozan just and and I get that you've got to, you've got to try. I, I I think right like he has to try, but there's a certain point in time where you you just have to realize. And the Bulls have been terrible at this all year. The refs aren't on your side, and in certain games they're just not going to be on your side. And when you got driving downhill and you realized they weren't giving those foul calls to Kawhi Leonard and Paul George, you dang sure shouldn't believe that they're going to give them to you. And by the way, Reggie Jackson, heck of a play. Mm -hmm. That was not a foul. That was a great way to pull the chair. Executed it perfectly. And so listen, I said this too. DeMar had no reason to go to that spin move. A simple, uh, a, a simple hezzy. Up and under would have got the job done. I I liked I, I like the move if he's balanced, right? Because here's the thing: the fact that you fell tells me you were looking for the contact. I like the move. I like him attacking that situation because he's one on one with Reggie Jackson. Like nine times out of ten, Demar's gonna get to the bucket and, and beat Reggie Jackson. Mm -hmm. But again, you're looking for the contact to be there. You're looking for the foul to come. You're looking for the ref to save you, to bail you out, to get you to the free throw. That's not what we need, and they haven't been in your favor all season. How many times do you have to have a referee look at you and be like, that's not a foul, for you to realize they're not going to give you that call? It's, 
Listen, um, the the I understand what Demar Derozan did, meant to, continues to mean to this team and what he did for this team last season. But I got I need us as Bulls fans to wake up to the fact that Demar isn't he's not the king of the fourth this season. He had what maybe one two games where he looked like the king of the fourth. It's not the same. Yep. And that's not an indictment on DeMar's skill. I'm not sitting there saying DeMar is a terrible player or anything like that. But the impact that DeMar DeRozan once had, it's not having. And the thing is, is I don't know if Coach Billy Donovan or DeMar realizes that DeMar is not giving you that king of the fourth anymore. And I don't even know if we should look to that. It should be a much more balanced attack. That team, even with DeMar being the king of the fourth, we were a first-round exit. You know what? This team looks good, and when it has looked at its best is when we played through Nikola Vucevic. There's no reason in a game like this in which Vuce was cooking, he touches the ball once in the fourth quarter of a game. That's unacceptable. Yeah. And, and you're trying to get you're, you're trying to get other guys involved. You're trying to get other guys, right? Like, or you're trying to get yourself back in into uh, the game after other guys get involved, I should say, right? Like there's, there's some nights where it's not your night and it doesn't have to be your night. And I think that's the thing that the, the best players realize, right? Like some nights it doesn't have to be you, right? Like there, there's times, and, and especially in this modern NBA, right? Like there's times where LeBron's like, I'm asking you, I'm begging somebody else to do something. You know what I mean? Like, there's times where Kevin Durant's like, Kyrie, it's your show. I'm going to go out here and I'm going to get this quick 22-23. We don't have that here. We don't have that dynamic here. And it, and it seems like the, 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 the stars of this team, the focal points of this team are the reason that we don't have that dynamic because they're so insistent on I have to get my numbers to live up to this instead of what am I going to do that's the right play for us to win this game, game in and game out. And there's no way – in any realm of the stretch of the imagination that you think that the way that you've been playing game in and game out is the key. And I, I swear, like, it, the Bulls have amnesia, bro. Because we've seen so many games that the big man has been the key to winning, and we don't use him. The Bulls have what's called Ho coach itis. That's what they got. Ho coach itis is what the Bulls suffer from right now. And it it's it, it's some ho Zach itis in this mug as well. There's a lot of itises going around. And I don't know if AK cares to, to cure it right now, bro. I, I just don't know. It, it just, it, I think here's the thing, right? At this point, you need to gauge how much your players respect your coach. And you need to gauge what your coach is telling your players to do. Like that, it, it, that's the point we're at because right like there's one of two things either Zach Levine and DeMar DeRozan are blatantly ignoring Billy Donovan and just not running the system and they're just doing what they want to do or Billy Donovan's not telling them to get the ball down to the big man which I almost believe the latter because of how little he actually wants to utilize big men in this offense. Like, honestly, like there's, there's no, there's no way. And this is why I say, everybody's like trade for a big man. We got to find a legit big. We've got to go get this big man. Let's get, he's my, not going to use him. He's not going to use him. him. He's not going to use him. He's not going to use him. 
He will, he will, he will use Jay Crowder as a backup center before he uses Andre Drew. He'll be looking and be like, "Hey, we got a seven foot one guy killing us right now. Um, that six six guy, give me that. Coming in in this game, we got some time for you." And I mean that that works, dog. Like if you got Charles Barkley standing down there. <laughs> We ain't got that. Like, <laughs> I, I'm trying to think of a player that that even works with. And is Draymond Green? That works. Yeah, with Draymond, you got Draymond Green standing yeah. down. And uh, uh, Grant Williams from from the Celtics. It depends. It depends. How tough is the Vooch, center? Vooch was cooking that man. Oh yeah, Vooch was cooking. Vooch was cooking. Vooch was cooking. Vooch was cooking. <laughs> but I, I, I think that's the thing, right? Like you, you literally. I, I could say we could trade for these guys, but I don't know if these guys are going to use them. I don't know if Billy Donovan is going to throw. He's got a he's got a guy that gets in a game and gets four rebounds in four minutes, and he don't want to use him. That's concerning, dog. I, I don't know, man. Billy Donovan treats treats players like like the flavor of the month, bro. Honestly, bro. Uh, speaking he of can't the taste of the no month. flavor, just the gum. Keep going. I'm sorry, bro. <laughs> speaking of the flavor of the month, you messed it up, man. I had to transition. I had to transition. Perfect. <laughs> I was like Patrick Williams on a fast break. And you messed me up. Uh, it's okay. He missed the layup too. Uh, but hey, if you're looking for a delicious treat, but don't want all the fat and calories, then you got to try Built Bar. Just got through the holidays a little while ago, right? And my goal absolutely was to eat healthier this year. And that was the toughest part for me, right? Eating healthier is, is always that because I want to default to an Italian beef so often. Bro. For, for a snack. Bro, bro. the you know last I mean? time when me and you went to Portillo's, bro, like I, I need I, like I, I, I need an Italian beef. I need an Italian beef. That's what I want to mm-hmm. default to. But to get me through those moments where I just am dying for an Italian beef. I go to Built Bar. You want to know why? Because they are bars that actually taste good, protein bars. And with the fact that I'm actually working out, they're helping me through my workout process. I mean, they come with flavors like churro, peanut butter, brownie, coconut, almond. How can you miss out on all of that? And the best part about it is it only has 130 calories, four grams of sugar, and a whopping 17 grams of protein. Here's how I use these things, right? Uh, So I have to eat six meals a day. It sounds great, right? It is horrible if you try to eat six actual meals. So you got to eat smaller snacks. These are perfect for them, I eat probably two to three of these a day, which is why I go to Sam's Club now. I know we've been telling you guys that you can get these over on Built.com forever, even though according to uh, certain people around Locked On, if you go there, put in the promo code Locked On, it still works. Don't <laughs> But you can go to Sam's Club now, grab a 13-bar box with one of the hit flavors, brownie batter and churro. You can thank me later, or you can head over to Walmart and pick up the four-bar box of cookies and cream double chocolate or the coconut puffs that's right head over to walmart or sam's club to get your box a built bar today or check out built.com i'm just saying they might still be <laughs> anyway back to you all right pat before we go today we have um the final i, I, I you know i mean unless something else happens and we just have a, a take but the, the Lonzo Ball updates are all done at this point. Um, we got Joe Cowley on uh, 670 The Score uh, saying that uh, they have now, the Lonzo doesn't understand, the Bulls don't understand, doctors don't understand, Lonzo's camp doesn't understand, and he's, he's seen six other doctors. Nobody understands why Lonzo is still experiencing the pain that he is. Here's what I'm going to say. This may be hot takey, but this is exactly how I feel. I'm not holding back anymore. The PC haze is over with. Lonzo Ball is done. 
And if the Bulls need, if the Bulls don't start planning for a future without Lonzo, AK can't get on the podium at, at at the opening of training camp next season and say, "Oh, you know, we we were, you know, we were we believe Lonzo's going to come back. We like what he did. All of that is done, bro. Yeah, all of that is done. If he comes back on the court, cool. But uh, it, it, this ain't looking promising, bro. This ain't looking promising, man. I don't know yeah. what's going to happen first. Billy Donovan's going to actually coach a good game, or are we going to get Lonzo Ball on the court? I don't know. They may go hand in hand. But anyway, it's not coming. Lonzo Ball ain't walking through that door anytime soon. He may he may be scrolling through the door. He may be hobbling through the door. He ain't walking through the door no time soon. Well, he can walk. He just can't run and cut. Uh, no, no, You know no. what I mean? For, for the purpose of the joke, he can't walk. <laughs> Please don't, don't bring logic into my joke, fam. How dare you? <laughs> I, I, think, I think here's my thing with Lonzo Ball, right? Uh, we knew he wasn't coming back this season. Me and you talked about this. Honestly, right, you kind of hit it with on the head when you were talking about how they released the schedule and Lonzo was on January. And you were like, does that mean that's when we're going to get the news or is that when he's going to come back? <laughs> like, it was on point. I'm not going to lie. But, um, yeah, I mean, like, I, Lonzo's not coming back. Um, it, it seems pretty clear now. They seem confident that he's going to come back in 2023. But I don't know where that confidence lies. Like, what are you what are you basing that confidence off of, right? Like, the fact that he said, I'll be good by then because it'll be a two-year process that I've been out. You know what I mean? Like, I get that there's a bone bruise. I get that there's some things that happen. But I, I've said this very quickly, right? You need to find out what's going on with him. You need to find out when he possibly could be back and you need to figure out what player can you put in that can replace him? Because the one thing that I can say, while I don't think it fixes all of this in general, Lonzo ball is missed. Lonzo ball is missed on this team. Oh, Lonzo, for sure. For and, sure. And, and you have to find something to replace that. And, and I think, right. Like what, what are the, what are the parameters on them? I don't want to say getting out of the contract because I think you you said that there's probably too many games played for them to get out of his contract. But what are the parameters on them getting another player in here? Like, what would they have to do? It's too to late to file for a DPE. Um, so that they, they, at this point in this season, they can't do anything. And the fact of the matter is, is that you still have to have a mega medical prognosis that the NBA has to look at and say, OK, yeah, it's likely he's not going to play this season. We can give you a, 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 a injured player exception. But the thing is, is that with the doctors looking at it and saying basically nothing's wrong with the knee, we can't figure it out. I don't know what the rules are in regards to getting that uh, now at this point. They should have filed for it at the beginning of the season. It's all but I, I don't know, bro. Like at this point. They, and you, you say, like, they need to figure it out. If six doctors have looked at it, I don't – like, they need to go to an African shaman or something, bro, because, like, clearly, clearly Western medicine ain't got nothing for Lonzo Ball, bro. Like, that's it. We got nothing for Lonzo I'm Ball. I'm not opposed to ruling it out. I'm not going <laughs> to lie to you. Kobe uh, Kobe Bryant went to some interesting doctors when he got himself back on the court. You know what I mean? Didn't they, didn't they use stem cells in his leg? Yeah, I think it may be did. time for that. I think, it may I be think, time for that. I think that was uh, pre it being approved here in America, too. I don't know if that's facts or not, but I feel like there was some chicanery that went down. I remember people talking about that. But uh, I, th I think here's the thing at the end of the day. You, you need to figure out who's going to be the next guy. You need to figure out if Dalen Terry is going to be that guy. And I, I'm going to be real with you. Um, here's the thing. Over the next 10 games, this is going to be – or over the next nine games now, that's going to be the most important – tell for the Chicago Bulls team where we're going to end up. If they win at this point, you got to win nine of your next nine. If you go win nine of your next nine, 
we're sitting back above 500 and all of a sudden like you're moving in the right direction maybe there's maybe there's a change maybe i feel better about this but at this point right now you need to figure out what the hell is dalen terry uh you need to figure out who's going to be on this team next season? Are you going to use Dragic at all? I mean, Dragic got in for, what, two minutes in this game? Right, like, and and me and you talked about this yesterday, and it, it, it's, it's sad to say that this is how it's playing out, but as people start to drop, Billy just doesn't put another person in their rotation. It's not next man up. It's just up. We're done. I, bro, I, I'm over it, bro. Like, I, I, I don't know. Like, as far as when it, when it comes to Lonzo, I, I really want, like, he was such a perfect backcourt mate next to Zach Levine. I would love nothing more than for him to be back on the court. But to our point, I think all me and you were saying, we're not, we're not saying we don't want to see Lonzo get back together, but you just got to come to the realization that it's not, there's only one man who can save Lonzo Ball's knee at this point. It's this guy. That's it. <laughs> Is if, if he, if, if any, anything less, I don't know if it's happening. I don't think it's happening, bro. Like, that's it. Do you know who that is? Is that before your time? Do you know who that is? I, I, I got you on that. I thought you were just gonna put up a picture of Jesus, and I was gonna be like, "You." I was fully prepared to take myself off the screen, bro. I was gonna be like, "Not for a basketball game, bro. Not for a basketball game, bro." Oh I man, got, I got so incredibly nervous. Bro. <laughs> <laughs> oh my I, God. I didn't go that far, bro. Hey, but you know, nah, I, mean. I was just like, well, <laughs> it was a good run. We had a nice run over here on Lockdown. <laughs> <laughs> you brought Jesus into it. Uh, you telling me Jesus Christ can't do a post move? Uh, <laughs> I mean, I, I don't, I don't know, man. Like Lonzo's situation at this point, I think, you, I think the thing is, even for this season, right? Like, well, you said you can't do. Hey, listen, drop Malcolm Hill. At this point, you're not gonna use them. Uh, go see what Rajon Rondo's doing. Make move, make moves for this season. Show me, fight back, fight back. Like for real, like go see what Rajon Rondo's doing. Thirty six years old. All I need you to go out there and do is facilitate. It's not like we're getting this top tier defense from Io night in and night out. Even though he was pretty good tonight, I'm not gonna. Yeah, he was pretty good tonight. Io showed me a lot tonight. I'm happy that Io actually stepped up some tonight, but uh. <sighs> I don't know what to say, bro. It is what it is, man. Hey, man. It is what it is. We, we, we are who the national media said we would be, <coughs> and that's the part that hurts the most. Because we sat here and we fought for y'all and defended y'all, and we was like, they got that Chicago in here. They in the game. They not. They're not. They from the burbs. They're from the burbs. <laughs> Arlington Heights. Arlington Heights, bro. Hallis <laughs> Heights. Soon to be Hallis Heights. <laughs> Oh, oh boy. Man. Let's get up out of here, bro. Uh, follow us on everything at uh, follow me on everything at Path the Designer. Follow us both on everything at Locked On Bulls. Appreciate you guys for showing love. And you can follow me at CEO Hayes at CEO H A I Z E. And thank you for making Locked On Bulls your first listener today. Now, for your second listen, go and check out Game to Game NBA. Every moment, every top performance, every result. Locked On Game to Game covers every game from across the NBA with local analysis that only Locked On can deliver. Follow Game to Game on Locked On NBA, available on the Odyssey app, YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. For Pat the Designer, I'm Hayes. This has been Locked On Bulls, man. We out, y'all. Peace. Peace.